What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That guy, Brad, that you're missing so bad, his dick is crooked. He couldn't make you come. And he sharted the other day and you just didn't realize because the TV was really loud. Okay? Do you really miss Brad that much? He wasn't that special. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hello, beautiful ladies and gays and bays. Welcome to a brand new short episode of Almost Adulting with me, your best friend, your big sister, and your host, Violet Benson. So today we have another short Tuesday episode. I got so much feedback from you guys about last week's episode, how much you loved it, which makes me very, very, very happy. It was a little short solo episode on how to let him go and how to win a breakup um, since we are currently in the breakup and cheating month. It's always crazy how no matter where you are in your life, no matter what age you're, you're at, you're poor, rich, have a good job, a job you hate, unemployed, you live at home, you live with your parents, you live alone, whatever it is, you have a dog, you have a cat, I don't care what, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, you're always going through some breakup, which is always so mind blowing to me, no matter who you are, you're always going through something. So it's really cool how people all over the world can relate to this. And all we all go through those feelings of feeling not enough or being confused why someone is leaving us um whether you're in a one month relationship a three-year relationship a marriage going through a divorce whatever it is it's like always happens people are always able to choose to not want us anymore every day any day it can happen which is scary but it's the truth um so thank you so much for enjoying last week's episode today our short Tuesday episode is going to be me kind of giving you the 411 on getting ghosted, why you got ghosted, how to get through getting ghosted. It's a very short to the point episode. I was thinking how um, since today it's more of a vault type of episode type of episode, I was thinking about how next week and the following week I want to make it jump back to confession corner type of episodes. So I was thinking I'm going to have you guys call in and give me the craziest stories about how you got ghosted for next week's Confession Corner episode. So it'll be about Confession Corner ghosted. And then the following week, I was thinking maybe it can be fun episodes about um, Tinder dates, like a crazy Tinder date or crazy dating app date, because I just did this episode for my other show, Hey Besties. Uh, last week when I was on serious pain medication, because a lot of you know, I went through surgery the other day and I was taking pain medication for it. 
And I kid you not, I was like doing my Spotify live Hey Bestie show that's every Thursday at 7 p.m. And I asked people to tell me their worst uh, Tinder dates. And I would give $100 to anyone that had the worst date. But I also had a crazy story and ended up blurring out the whole story because I was so drugged up. And of course, all my Spotify reps were like, V, this was the best episode ever. <laughs> and I was like, right, because I... <laughs> said things I normally wouldn't <laughs> but that's the thing about painkillers you know I've realized first of all love them <laughs> they're so underrated although I think uh most a lot of people who are currently addicted to them would disagree about them being underrated but I realized that painkillers don't actually stop you from feeling pain they just mask it with making everything super funny and silly <laughs> And like, they just like numb it. Because that's what I realized. Like the pain does not actually go away. It doesn't fully, it doesn't like soothe the pain. It just makes you not care about anything. And it feel like everything is super funny. Which, you know what? Not complaining, but ended up like blurring out how I banged this guy from Teen Wolf when I was an accountant and got Tinder for the first day ever and ended up you know, matching with the guy I had the biggest crush on from a, a TV show I was watching that I was obsessed with. And I thought I was getting catfish. And turns out I didn't get catfish. It was literally him. And I fucked him, obviously. <laughs> so I end up just like blurring out his name, exactly how the date went. Like, I just couldn't believe I did that. That's, you know, I kept that a secret for so many years. But you know, once I got a little bit Percocet or whatever that thing is called, I was like, all bets are off. But it was the best episode ever. So if you guys want to go listen to it, I think it's out now. Basically, I go live um, on Hey Besties. That's my the name of the show on Spotify every Thursday at 7 p.m. And then I think two days after that, it becomes a public episode. So then it's out. So you can either catch it live or then you have to wait a few days before they post the episode and clean it up. But knowing them, I don't think they're going to bleep out the name of the guy, the famous guy that I fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, I would hope so, but I'm going to assume they didn't. So it is what it is. It's fine. It's out there. Who cares? If anything, he should be flattered that he got to put my tits in his mouth. Like, how lucky is he? He didn't know at the time he was putting daddy issues tits in his mouth, okay? He thought it was some boring accountant. Well, joke's on him, because years later, here I am. <laughs> how lucky is he? Am I drugged up right now a little bit? Yeah. But I just ran out of my medication, so... It's a sad, sad day for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay, so before we get this episode started, my short little 25-minute ghosting episode, I did have some thoughts that I wanted to share because I am going to talk about, I think, from whatever I recorded about why we experience sadness of being ghosted, why we get ghosted, how to get over it, blah, blah. But there's something else that I am going to talk about this month that I've been thinking about a lot. Uh, I mentioned it actually in my next week's episode on friendship breakups when I did a live show at the Hollywood Improv for the first time ever, which was really cool. Again, thank you for the people that were able to make it. I talk about it in the beginning, but I'll mention it right now too. And it has to do with manifesting. 
And uh, I, I'll talk more about this part June, July, in August, probably in the month of fuck. Are we in August right now? I'm an idiot. June, July, August in September. I'll talk about this more in, in September. I'm already planning on making this episode. Um, but in, in July, I was feeling kind of down all of July. And it took me a second to snap out of it. And I feel like when you feel down, everything feels like it's not working out. And it, it really is true. It's a, it's a dead end cycle because you attract negativity. So then it's really hard to snap out of it. It's hard to be positive because everything just feels like it's not great. So then you have to slowly change your perspective. And the reason I'm bringing this up briefly, it's because it got me thinking about manifesting when it comes to even manifesting people, like forget manifesting your dream job or your dream life talking about even people when you're really missing someone they they never come around at that moment and you keep thinking about them you're like i miss them so much like why are they missing me i, I just want to call them why are they calling me and it's because we're blocking the energy from them coming to us and it's something about the manifesting even when you get ghosted you can't stop thinking about why did this person ghost me why did this person not want me why am i not enough for this person and you're just putting that into the universe like i'm not enough for them they don't want me they're never thinking about me they they think i'm disgusting whatever your thoughts are you're putting that out in the universe and then that's exactly what you're making yourself feel so you have to switch that and it's kind of the manifesting of being like this person obviously ghosted me because they're afraid of how much they like me and even if it's a lie it doesn't matter who who the f cares if you're lying lie to yourself and you don't have to tell other people your thoughts about it but you can just tell yourself like obviously this person's obsessed with me like why wouldn't they be obsessed with me they like me so much and then you just keep putting that into the universe and then you're like of course he's gonna beg for me back like of course he's gonna call me tell me he made a mistake he's so scared of how much he likes me duh obviously and you have to keep telling yourself that that you believe in you're like and right now he's like dying to call me right now he's crying over me he realized he made the biggest mistake while I'm doing just fine like right now he's missing me so much and then you have to believe it and then you have to stop release let it out in the universe, you, and then you just have to let it go. If you keep obsessing over something over and over again, you're not allowing those feelings to, tra to travel. And the thing about the universe is that things at the universe are not on the same time as us. So things happen, it has a slower effect of things happening. So when you think something and you want it to happen, the universe catches on a little later on. That's why you have to give it time. But first you have to let it go. Because if you keep having the same thoughts over and over again, you're not allowing, you're not giving time for the universe to make it happen. It's kind of like with the broken, with the, with the phone. When we were younger, people that are not Generation Z, if you're millennial or zillennial, you can remember a regular telephone. And with a regular telephone, when you pick up the phone and you call someone, the other person is not able to call you at the same time because the line is busy. So it's the same thing with the universe. I keep sitting there, I keep thinking about you. I am calling you telepathically and I'm not allowing the other person to call me back because the line is busy. They're not able to think the same thoughts because I'm putting all this energy into them. They can feel it. They feel suffocated. So then I just have to say, you know what? They're dying to call me. 
They're so obsessed with me. They're so in love with me. Of course, they're going to beg for me back. Look at me. I fucking love myself too. I don't blame them. And then hang up the phone. So then when you hang up the phone and you're just sure of yourself, you know they're coming. You know, it may not be tomorrow because the universe takes a little longer for everything to get through. You know it's going to happen though. You let it go. And then when you let it go, the line is free now. So then the person on the other side of the universe, they're able to telepathically now pick up the phone because the line is free and they're able to start calling you because finally the line's not busy anymore. And that's usually when suddenly that random person texts you, that random person calls you or whatever. And you're like, oh shit, where did you come from? I, I, I thought you forgot about me. Nope. Because the line is free now. You finally let it go. Now I'm able to reach back to you. And... I don't know. I think there's really something there. And it's also something there about when you're so obsessed with someone and you need them to be obsessed back with you and you don't understand why they're not obsessed with you. And it's because you're putting all this energy of being obsessed with them and it's hitting a wall. So it really is true where the only way you can manifest something to come your way is stop begging for it. So you have to turn it around. So if you want people to be obsessed with you or in love with you, you have to give that energy to yourself. And that's really what all this manifesting means. It means like you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm so obsessed with myself. Of course, everyone's obsessed with me. Or like, I love you so much. Like, look at you. You're so hot. You're so sexy. I love you. And you just, even if you don't believe it, you just have to keep looking in the mirror. You have to keep telling yourself that. You have to find little things about yourself that you love. You have to fall in love with yourself. And that really is when other people suddenly start to notice you and fall in love with you. And I feel like whenever I have my low energy and I don't feel great about myself, I feel like I somehow projected into the universe and no one wants you when you're down. That's the truth. Even friends. Like the other day I was texting one of my friends asking her something. And then afterwards I said like, oh, um, we should totally hang out. Like let's, let's catch up. She did not respond to my text. And it was at the moment when I was already thinking, no one cares about me. I have no friends, whatever. A few days go by or even a week later. And I'm like, V, change your perspective. Of course, people want to hang out with you. You got to give people a chance. You got to start saying yes more. You got to be more open. So I decided to start being more open. I started saying yes to things. People inviting me, inviting me to things. This time I'm saying yes. I started making plans with people. And I ended up having a meeting that next day where I was feeling better about myself and I felt more open to the universe. And suddenly I felt like the universe was open to me. Then suddenly at the um the meeting I was having afterwards they were like we like you so much like we would love to come up with some five ideas for you and then you can figure out how we can move forward and how we can work with you so it's like I felt it like I don't know how to explain but the energy I felt it like the universe was open to me again and that same day as I'm already making plans with other people to hang out suddenly I get a text from that girl who totally randomly accidentally ghosted me the week prior when I was feeling down. She texts me and she goes, oh my God, I thought, I totally thought I answered to the, I answered the sex. Like, of course, I would love to see you. I miss you so much. Uh, I'm around all of next week. I'm always at the bungalows or whatever she said. Let's definitely hang out. Let's meet up. And, you know, she didn't know that I was feeling down the week prior. She obviously didn't even realize she accidentally ghosted me. But it was interesting how when I was feeling my lowest, she forgot to respond to me. And then when I was feeling energetically high again, up again, 
she suddenly remembered me. She suddenly was thinking about me when I no longer was thinking about her. And she reached out to me being like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't answer your text. Like, yes, of course, let's hang out. Because she somehow felt my energy, my vibration being high again. So I think there really is something there that when you're obsessed with yourself, you attract this energy. So that's where it comes from, where you want to attract something, you have to want that in yourself first. So if you want people to fall in love with you, if you want this random guy to be obsessed with you, if you keep asking for him to be obsessed with you, that's you yearning for something, it's you wanting something. You have to start saying, of course, he's already obsessed with me. Duh. And let it go. And then you have to say, I'm obsessed with myself. Like, look at me. I'm so fucking hot. Like, I'm so amazing. And again, you don't have to do it in front of other people. There's nothing wrong with being conceited, quote unquote, or loving yourself behind closed doors. Other people don't have to know what you're telling yourself, all the lies you're telling yourself until you believe them. Because the relationship you have with yourself is the most important one. So those are just 15 minutes of my thoughts <laughs> for today's episode. I'm going to dive deeper into it. Um, this Thursday, I'm going to talk more about self-love with uh, therapist Todd. It's a pretty good episode. And, the, and then in the intro, I discuss how my surgery went. So definitely listen to the intro. And then next week, I'm going to talk about um, friendship breakups. And it's my live show. So definitely check that out. But in September... I think I'm going to dive more into this manifesting stuff and I'm going to dive more into everything that I was going through mentally and emotionally and all my thoughts from July and how much stronger I came back from it. That's always the case and not just for me, but for you guys too. We're always going to experience our ups and downs. But anyway, let's get into this ghosting episode fully and uh, let me give you some advice if you recently got ghosted or experienced somebody parting ways with you when you weren't ready for it. This is what you should do. You're welcome. Enjoy. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get into ghosting. A lot of you have been asking me about ghosting. (laughs) I feel so silly when I say, like, a lot of you have been asking me, it reminds me of, like, you know, um, girls on Instagram being like, a lot of you guys have been asking me about my skincare. A lot of you guys have been asking about my workouts and like no one ever asks. But no, I swear some of you have been asking me about ghosting. So I've already done an episode about ghosting, but I decided to kind of brush up on it. So if you do want to check out that episode, it's called Why You've Been Ghosted. But let me tell you right now, if at this moment right now, the man you're talking to or woman is still not responding to your text, is still playing, quote unquote, playing hard to get, then they're just not that into you. At this point, there's no excuse for somebody not responding to you on their phone because they're literally not doing anything else. So open up your eyes. <laughs> if they're not texting you back, they're just not that into you. Um, so yeah, anyway, what is ghosting? Ghosting is basically the experience of having somebody remove themselves from your life. They end all contact and all communication with you without any explanation. It can happen days, weeks, or even months, or even years into a relationship, and it's actually super common. The biggest misconception is that people tend to think that the people that are always ghosting um, are men, but actually research found that women tend to ghost more frequently than men do. So just FYI. So then what do you do in the case that you've been ghosted? Like, do you reach out or when do you know when to finally give up? Do you just let it go and move on? Or do you post a thousand depressing quotes on Instagram before your mom calls you and asks you if you're okay? (laughs) The first step here is to figure out why somebody ghosting you, somebody that you actually barely know has affected you mentally and emotionally, and maybe even physically so much that it's bothering you so much that you can't handle the fact that they're no longer speaking to you. You have to figure out in your head why this other person is taking up so much space in your head and taking so much of your time and your mental health. And I'm talking about most cases. I'm not talking about the the 5% of the cases when it comes to ghosting where somebody's actually a fucking asshole and they were dating you for a couple of years or a couple of months and then they just completely disappeared. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the more casual dating. Even if you've been on and off for two years, it was casual. And then they just stopped talking to you and you're freaking out. So most of the time, you don't actually know that person well enough to actually miss them. Yeah, I'm serious. You think you miss them? but you miss some certain feeling that they were giving you because most of the time you don't actually know them that well. Trust me. What you are missing though is the way they made you feel and that fairy tale you start to build in your head, whether you were lonely and it was nice to finally have somebody around or whether they had a bunch of potential that you saw in them or because you had a wedding to go to in six months and you really needed a date and you were counting on them to be there with you. (laughs) You're missing that sudden interruption of all those good feelings that were starting to come around in your body. Not only did you think it was going well, you probably also told all your friends about it and everyone on Facebook, all of your mom's friends, you were just like, guys, guess what? By next year, I'm gonna be married. And now that guy is gone. And you're like, fuck, what am I gonna tell all my mom's friends on Facebook? Sometimes in your brain, what you think is when somebody ghosts you, it subconsciously is telling you that you're not good enough 
for even a phone call or for even an explanation. It makes you think there's something wrong with you, that you're, for whatever reason, unlovable. Even though Brad, who you met on Tinder and you went on two dates with him and yeah, you sucked his dick, whatever, you know, life happens. And now you're like, I'm not even worth a phone call. Your balls were in my mouth and you can't even text me to tell me it's over. You're just gonna ghost me and watch my stories every day for the rest of my life? Are you serious, Brad? Like, yeah. For whatever reason, when somebody goes to you, it feels like an instant punch to your gut. Because in your brain, you think everything was going well. You don't realize that somehow you were ignoring all the red flags. And then bam, the rug was pulled under your feet unexpectedly. And now you're left on the floor, dazed and confused. Like, what the fuck? What just happened? Rewind. The reason we tend to miss all the red flags with these people that we were casually dating that suddenly ghosted us is because... The period of dating here is much shorter. So we don't actually get the social cues of their habits changing or the reduction of time spent or the lack of eye contact or the change in their tone of voice or the change in their interaction. We're not aware of them changing their habits because we actually never got to know them well enough to even know what their habits were in the first place. That's why you keep missing the red flags when somebody ghosted you, when you were casually dating them because you don't actually know them. And I'm going to keep letting you, I'm going to keep repeating myself until it gets in your head that the person that you quote unquote ghosted you wasn't actually a big part of your life and you didn't actually know them and they're not worth you spending so much time in your head freaking out about why you weren't good enough for them. Guess what? They weren't fucking good enough for you. So God bless that they left you. The issue with ghosting or what you tell yourself in your head is that you go from, from feelings of happiness and good to feelings of embarrassment, shame, and guilt because you've probably already told most of your friends and that's actually a normal feeling that everyone experiences, including in breakups, not just ghosting. And by the way, if you feel like you're going through a breakup, even if it wasn't a breakup, that's still okay, you know? Allow yourself to feel. And this emotion that you're experiencing, if you've ever heard of it, or if you grew up with my dad called shame, <laughs> It's this feeling where we're feeling shame of a situation that went wrong. We tend to have trouble letting go of the situation since it's human nature to want to undo a moment that makes us feel icky so, so we can go back to feeling good. Psychologists have even said that shame is basically the reason why we feel the need to criticize the person that hurt us or that ghosted us by talking badly about them to our friends and to criticize them and to categorize them as rude, immature, or just a fucking jerk because it helps you then break that fairy tale in your head that you built, thinking that there was something more to this relationship than it really was. This helps you feel better about the situation, like you're better off, and it helps you repair your self-esteem. Now, if you're wondering who ghosting affects the most, research found that ghosting is actually the most hurtful to people who have low self-esteem. And if you're like, I don't have low self-esteem, I'm a badass bitch, babe, that's okay. You can still love yourself and you can still secretly have a low self-esteem. But unfortunately, some people do tend to get so wrapped up in dating and in the relationships. Honestly, especially during quarantine, we don't have that much going on. So I feel like sometimes maybe we're putting all of our eggs in one basket right now. And all we have to look forward to is that one person we keep talking to every day because we're barely leaving our house. So then when they disappear out of nowhere, it makes you feel like, was I not good enough? And that's where your self-esteem comes into play. Because if you loved yourself enough and you felt like you were good enough for yourself, it wouldn't bother you that this person didn't care enough to talk to you anymore. It wouldn't make you think that there was something wrong with you just because they walked away. It's an actual psychological study. The people with low self-esteem also tend to release less internally generated opiates into the brain after a rejection as compared to those with higher self-esteem. So that's why you end up feeling even more down than people with higher self-esteem. So in other words, low self-esteem means less ability to tolerate the pain of being forsaken or abandoned. 
How crazy is that the researchers are able to actually connect our emotional pain with physical pain and with our mental health. And that's why I always can't stress enough when I tell people, you have to figure out how to love yourself before you can allow someone else to love you. It's so important because some people get into these relationships and they're like, you know, I didn't love myself, but this person taught me how to love myself. And now he loves me enough for the both of us. And that's great. But what happens if one day he walks away? You will lose everything. You'll be so heartbroken. You won't be able to get out of bed. Had you worked on yourself from the beginning, it wouldn't be as heartbreaking once they walk away, if they ever do. I'm just saying, it's important to take care of yourself first before you're able to take care of someone else. So the next question is, why do people ghost? So I'm gonna also tell you some research that I read, but I know based on my personal opinion, sometimes they're just not that into you and they don't wanna hurt your feelings and they don't wanna deal with conflict because maybe they're not confrontational and they just don't wanna say anything. That's number one. The second reason sometimes people ghost is because they wanna leave you on the back burner. It's much easier to just say nothing and then if it doesn't work out with that other person, they can come back around and be like, oh my God, I've been, you know, I've been so busy, blah, blah. That's one of the main reasons, in my opinion, why people ghost, because you're able to leave the door open just in case everything else doesn't work out, then you can come back around versus if you let somebody know, hey, I'm not interested, you're completely closing the door. And I'm telling you, we've all done it before. It sucks. It's really shitty, but not everyone is able to be this brave person that can just confront you and let you know what's wrong. Okay, so onto some research on why people ghost is uh, in 2018, Dr. Friedman discovered that ghosting has a lot to do with how we feel about our future. She basically said there's two types of people in this world when it comes to dating. There's the people who believe that relationship is capable of growing, while there's the people who believe that there's that one soulmate for them. So individuals that have a strong destiny belief are more likely to ghost. Basically, it's individuals that have the belief of that there's a soul so if they're with somebody and they realize while they're dating them or talking to them that they're not the one for them, they're going to think there's not much of a point anymore to put any more efforts and then they ghost. Those people believe their relationships are either going to work or they're not. These people don't believe it's possible for relationships to grow and to change or for attraction to deepen as time goes on. They do not have a growth mindset about romance. People who see dating that way are more likely to ghost when they, when they decide that the person they're dating is not 100% right for them. Now, people who believe that attraction can grow and can change in good ways and who don't hold their dates up to some hypothetical ideal are less likely than to abruptly disappear on their partners. So it really has to do with the type of person you're dating. I thought that was really interesting. You know what? F it. Who gives a shit why somebody ghosted you? You know what? Let's not think about it. If anything, now let's give you some ways to help you to move on from ghosting. So the first thing you have to do when it comes to being ghosted is you have to accept the fact that you've been ghosted. You have to figure out when to take out the white flag and wave it around. And you have to know when to let go. Because if you've given it your all and there's nothing left to do, just be proud of yourself that you were capable of putting yourself out there that you're clearly ready for commitment and something more and how lucky that next person that you're going to meet is going to be that you're so open to love. All you have to do now is just like wait for something better and that's gonna be worthy of your time to come into your life and actually give you what you deserve. It's always a blessing in disguise when things don't work out. You may not see it now, but trust me, eventually you will. I know with every person in the past that it didn't work out with, I'm so thankful that it didn't work out because every month, Literally every month I'm, I'm still growing as a person and becoming better. And when I look back, I'm like, I could never date this person at this point of my life. 
So the second thing that you have to do is allow yourself to feel the pain. Now that you've accepted being ghosted, also accept the pain that you're going through. Don't shame yourself. Don't guilt yourself for experiencing these emotions because they're very normal. It doesn't effing matter if you guys weren't in a real relationship. You have nothing to prove to anyone except the fact that you're going through this pain. Tell yourself it's okay. Be kind to yourself the same way you try to be kind to other people, okay? Figure out how to love yourself right now when you need it the most. You're going through pain. You're hurting. Be nice to yourself. I know it sucks because it feels like you gave your time to somebody and it feels like they took you for granted, but I keep telling you that you may not see it now, but it was a blessing in disguise. It's better that you found out who they really were in the beginning than it is if you stay with them for longer and then they would have ghosted you. When it doesn't work out with someone, thank them and keep going because there's gonna be somebody else out there for you. Next thing that you can do is talk to a friend. Talking about your feelings, regardless of how embarrassed you may feel, can actually help make sense of your thoughts, the thoughts that are in your mind, and it allows your words and your pain to be set free. And that's literally full circle to the beginning of my podcast when I talked about the fact that I wasn't doing so well mentally a week ago. But once I talked it out with my mother and I cried it out, and once I even talked it with you guys, I already felt better, and it's the same thing. If you harbor emotions inside, the pain is just going to linger on for longer and the person you're hurting the most is yourself and you deserve better than that the next thing you can do is to take care of your mind and your body because numerous researchers showed that the basic work of eating well getting enough sleep and getting some exercise is so important to managing psychic pain that's when the beginning i was talking about when i was feeling depressed again is that i forced myself to start exercising again because i know it will help my mental health so things like yoga mindfulness meditation can lower the body's production of stress hormones reduce physical and emotional strain, and even alter some of the neural pathways that cause emotional pain. It's actually crazy how much our emotions can affect our bodies. And the last thing you can do is, when you've been ghosted, is to let go. That person that ghosted you may have thought they were doing the right thing. And as much as we all say that we'd rather know the truth, maybe you'd rather not. More often than not, though, it has nothing to do with you. When somebody ghosted you, it has to do with them, whatever they're going through. So all you can do now is accept and move on. You have to know that you don't have control over that. All you have control of is how you react and how you move on. Whatever happened, you will feel better when you move on. Of course, you can do it until you're ready and you can give yourself the permission to take care of yourself and move at your own pace, not anyone else's. But as the old saying goes, the best thing to do when a horse has drowned you is to get back in the saddle as quickly as possible. It's normal to be worried about being thrown again. But when you're happily dating someone else, the ghoster will be nothing more than a ghost in your distant memory. I kind of hope that helps. So that's all that I have when it comes to ghosting. Um, I know every story is different when it comes to ghosting. I can't fully explain to you why George or Brad or Matt ghosted you. But the whole conclusion here that it doesn't fucking matter. If someone doesn't want to be in your life, let them go. You can't force people to love you. You can't force people to be with you. And it's not their fault that they change their mind. People are allowed to change their mind at any time. And that's life. It just means that you didn't actually have the strong foundation you thought that you had. You're missing the feelings of how they made you feel. You're missing the potential that you imagine in your head. You're missing the fairy tale that you imagine in your head. You're not actually missing this actual person that you know nothing about. That guy, Brad, that you're missing so bad, his dick is crooked. He couldn't make you come. And he sharted the other day and you just didn't realize because the TV was really loud. Okay, do you really miss Brad that much? He wasn't that special. 
you have to really paint a picture of who those people really are. I know the best way for me, whether somebody didn't want to talk to me anymore or I'm getting over a breakup, the best thing that I always do is, and it's so effing petty and I'm just going to admit it, I keep an ugly photo of them in my phone. And every time I miss them, I look at this ugly ass photo of them. And you're like, where do you find one? First of all, guys are suck at taking pictures because that's why we're always like, no, there's a better photo of you. It's like, no, just admit it. He's just kind of ugly. There isn't a better photo of him out there. So I take a screenshot of like, whether it's a story and in the middle of the story, they're looking kind of ugly or just a random picture they posted from 2014 that I found on Facebook, whatever it is, I keep that ugly photo of them in my phone. And every time I miss them, I look at that and I'm just like, ew, how could I be crying over this stupid, ugly thing? And that makes me feel better. And that's how I slowly move on. So maybe you try to do that. <laughs> I hope it helps. More information about ghosting. If this wasn't enough information, you can go on my episode, Why You've Been Ghosted. It's a lot of the same information I just gave and there's a lot more details in there. So definitely check it out. Anyway, you guys, congratulations. We made it to the end of the episode. <laughs> but also... Don't forget to leave me a five-star review because you love me. I know you enjoy my soul episodes the most. So leave me a five-star review and I read all of them. Anyway, love you, angels. Have a beautiful day. Mwah.